Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Craig Baird here. Before I begin today's story, I want to take a moment and ask that you check me out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. There are several tiers with great benefits, from ad-free content to t-shirts and other cool stuff. And if you're a fan of Canadian History X, make sure you check out my other shows, From John to Justin and Canada, A Yearly Journey. And don't forget, you can also donate directly to the show at www.canadaehx.com. It helps keep this show going. All right, on with the show. A listener's note. The following episode contains coarse language, adult themes, and content of a violent and disturbing nature, and may not be suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Narrated in the style of a hinterland's who's who, a fictional animal found throughout Canada and the eastern United States is shown foraging for the crumbs of peanut butter toast in a kitchen, escaping from a house cat, and making a nest from lost mittens to go to sleep. In just a few minutes, the tiny semi-aquatic mammal, originally native to sub-Saharan Africa, stole the hearts of the nation and became a pop culture phenomenon. Over 20 years later, that little river horse we all fell in love with made its triumphant return and a new generation was introduced to its charm. I'm Craig Baird and this is Canadian History X. The North American house hippo was first introduced in May of 1999 by Concerned Children's Advertisers, the Canadian non-profit organization based in Toronto which was founded in 1990. It produced over 30 public service announcements covering topics such as drug abuse, conformity, self-esteem, and bullying with the goal of reaching children between the ages of 8 and 12. And in order to educate children about the importance of critical thinking and to teach them not to accept what they see on TV at face value, they were inspired to create a PSA in the style of Hinterland's Who's Who. Hinterland's Who's Who were television announcements or vignettes first commissioned in 1962 by the Canadian Wildlife Service as a way to generate interest in Canada's wildlife and they were broadcast during commercial breaks. The vignettes brought native wildlife into living rooms across the country. In the original announcements, distinctive flute music opens the ad and is accompanied by the low-key style of the narrator, John Livingston, 
describing the animal or footage of it taken in the wild. The vignettes ended with a message for viewers to contact the Canadian Wildlife Service for additional information. The wildlife videos first started airing in 1963 and continued into the 70s and 80s. Of course, by 1999, they served as inspiration for none other than the house hippo. It's nighttime in a kitchen just like yours. All is quiet. Or is it? The North American house hippo is found throughout Canada and the eastern United States. House hippos are very timid creatures and are rarely seen, but they will defend their territory if provoked. They come out at night to search for food, water, and materials for their nests. The favorite foods of the house hippo are chips, raisins, and the crumbs from peanut butter on toast. They build their nests in bedroom closets, using lost mittens, dryer lint, and bits of string. The nests have to be very soft and warm. House hippos sleep about 16 hours a day. That looked really real, but you knew it couldn't be true, didn't you? That's why it's good to think about what you're watching on TV and ask questions, kind of like you just did. A message from Concerned Children's Advertisers. In the ad by the Concerned Children's Advertisers, the house hippo is described as being found across Canada and in parts of the eastern United States as the cute little hippo is seen snuggling into dryer lint for a nap in a typical Canadian home. Siobhan Dempsey was one of the writers at Spin Productions, the company that came up with the house hippo, and she said the concept was like capturing lightning in a bottle. Her and Malcolm Roberts were working on the project when he said, how about a tiny animal that lives in your house, because he had a son at the time and thought it might be kind of magical. The hippo was just the funniest animal they could think of, and yet somehow the most plausible. To them, a giraffe or moose just seems too fake somehow. So how did they make a 3,500-pound animal from Africa into a pocket-sized chip-eating cat-scaring wonder of our time? To get the look just right, the team at Spin was adamant that real images of real hippos be used. So the hippos and the PSA were taken from stock footage compiled from a number of suppliers. Spin executive producer Lisa Batke said it was somewhat difficult to amass enough usable footage for the just over a minute spot because at the time there wasn't a lot of footage of hippos on land. Each of the hippos featured in the spot were of different colors as well. Some brown, some gray, some even appeared to be a shade of blue. But they were all composited to match one so that it looked like it was just one hippopotamus being used in the spot. Another concern was lighting. Much of the usable footage collected by spin suppliers was of hippos in daylight. So compositing was done to make the hippos shadier and darker. Because as we all know, house hippos only come out at night. All the interior shots were shot in a Toronto home and there are instances where the hippo interacts with objects in the house, including nudging a piece of crumpled paper with its nose. And towards the end of the spot, the house hippo retires for the evening, wading into a nest in the closet. And as it walks to its nest, the nest moves under the hippo's weight. Spin's creative director on the spot, Rob Jones, said that to achieve this, the crew set up a little rig of some wires to pull on the nest to make it look like the hippo was rustling it. They then had to sync that up to make it look like the hippo was nestling down into it, and it took quite a bit of time to get all the sizing right. Every detail was taken into consideration to make the hippo as believable as possible, 
and that effort had a surprising effect on the PSA's target audience. When the house hippo first appeared on screens across Canada, many of the young children who saw the commercial actually believed the house hippo was real, and those who knew they weren't wished they were. Before long, its fate as a Canadian icon was sealed. But that's something that surprised writer Dempsey. She said it was shocking because the spot didn't receive a ton of attention at the time, it didn't win industry accolades, and it didn't make us famous. It's only now that the kids who saw the ad are online and in advertising that we're getting the impact of it. It was a labor of love to get it made for almost nothing, and we loved it personally, but we had no idea it would be so beloved. MediaSmart is a Canadian nonprofit organization based in Ottawa that focuses on digital and media literacy programs and resources. Their executive director, Anne Hill, tried to explain the obsession with the house hippo as a combination of nostalgia and our obsession with cute, small things. In an interview, she said, Why hippos? Why do we have a fondness for hippos? There's something about them that's cute. It's the idea of taking this giant, enormous creature and turning it into something really cute and small. It's just lighthearted and fun and uniquely Canadian. It is a wonderful way to communicate a serious message. Then, 20 years after the house hippo first appeared, it returned. 20 years ago, a little friend of ours got a lot of attention from Canadians. The idea of a tiny hippo that could actually be living in our homes got us talking about how easy it is to be fooled by what we see. Today, the internet is full of things that look just as real. In our digital world, we need to think smarter and double-check before we believe anything we see. Find out how at breakthefake.ca This time, the focus was on media literacy and social media. Our favorite little hippo appeared to remind us that we all have a responsibility to make sure something's true before we share it online. It was released as part of a campaign by Media Smarts called Break the Fake. The house hippo is officially entrenched as a piece of Canadiana, and it's such an important part of our childhood and youth that Facebook groups unrelated to the campaigns have been created that show people finding their house hippo and putting up pictures of a small hippo ornament or toy, sometimes bedazzled, in various places in their home. The house hippo has also inspired TikToks and even has a page on Urban Dictionary. Not to mention, there's a band called House Hippo that honors the animal that we all loved and all hoped was real enough to find in our homes. You can even buy handmade House Hippos, House Hippo art prints, t-shirts, and much more. In fact, I have a House Hippo t-shirt that says Save the House Hippo, and I love it. That's the end of the story of the House Hippo and how the little fictional creature ingrained itself into a Canadian story but there's one more fun fact you should know about. Possibly one of the weirdest things to do with the house hippo that I found was a series of classified ads that were printed in the White Horse Daily Star in October and November 2002, which stated, Looking for a male house hippo, eight months to one year to breed with my female house hippo. It seems like Canadians across the country still want a house hippo of their own, and the obsession is still alive and well today. Just a month ago, a new Reddit thread was started to remind Canadians of this amazing mythical beast. And naturally, Canadians geeked out in conversation and had nothing but nice things to say about our favorite little 
Water Horse. Thank you for joining me on Canadian History X. Information for this episode comes from CBC, Fresh Daily, Wikipedia, Playback Online. The show is researched, produced, and written by me, Craig Baird, with the help of producer Dila Velasquez. Audio design and production by Rob Johnston. If this is your first time listening and you like what you heard, please take a moment and give us a five-star review to help other people find these amazing stories. And there are so many for you to sink your teeth into. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please check out my other podcasts, From John to Justin, Canada, A Yearly Journey, Pucks and Cups, and Canada's Great War. We love hearing from you, so if you have a show topic you want me to cover, email me at craig at canadaehx.com or stop by my website and social media. I'll include all of those in my show notes. Until next time, I'm Craig Baird, and this is Canadian History X.